we'll take it. Yeah. So now we're two like chubby sophomores on bikes <laughs> with a fucking Santa bag filled with donuts and bagels driving through like a target parking lot at two in the morning. And of course a cop stops us and the cop's like, woo. And we're like, hello officer. And he's, he's like, uh, what do you, what's in the bag? And we were like, uh, donuts and bagels and like he was like yeah and he's like (laughs) and he's like well what are you gonna do with that and like i was like put them in our Hey, Gary. Hey, Robert. Y- you been up there all night? Yeah, just keeping watch. You need Simply Safe's new wireless outdoor security camera. It works with Simply Safe's already award-winning home security for even more comprehensive protection. What? Hey, Shirley. What? You're not gonna believe this. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here, only from Simply Safe. You should yeah. cut your hair. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Is it was it you? What did you do with a fake account? I just I actually just texted you and I said you should cut your hair during that intro. <laughs> <laughs> just come I'm waiting for you to do it, buddy. That's all I need. Dude, give me some clippers. It'll make it look nice. Give me a fade. It is it is <laughs> I don't need, you know what? I used to go to this barber who all the time used to refuse to cut my hair the way I liked it. And he would be like, a nice Italian boy. And I'd be like, I, I don't, I don't want whatever you're saying. <laughs> like he would part it like literally like through the side, down the middle shit. Oh God. Brutal. My, my favorite was uh, when I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade, when I was a, like a fat little meatball child. And like my mom would take me to the barber and they'd be like, what do you want to do? And I'd be like, give me the, like, give me ice picks. Cause that was like the Guido <laughs> thing to do. So I'm just like a fat little, like ice picks. And I'm just like, what, what am I doing? Yeah, man. Do you remember back? I mean, I don't know if this is when, cause we're how far apart were we in high school? Wait, quick. Thanks for having me, guys. That was so nice with the commercial. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's a great commercial. I told you, my manager was like, I had no idea he was the guy in the commercial. I was like, fuck yeah, man. He's, he's legit. And we're working hard to get promos, so I'm just going to send them a bill and be like, we played it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So- <laughs> Not only did we play it, we had the guy on on top of his roof. So, cough it up. I'm still, I'm still up here. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved if your background was the roof, if we came back from the commercial. I should have done that. That would have been so fucking upset. great. Let's start it over. Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Cut. Um, no, but yeah. What, what, how old? When was you? When did you graduate high school? I graduated high school in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay, so that's not yeah. too bad because I was in two thousand four. Ken and I went to the same high school, um, and uh, he graduated in two thousand nine. I graduated in two thousand four. I don't know if you guys had the kids that had the fucking flip with the blonde in the middle. Did you guys have those douches? Do we have those? Ki- I was that kid. <laughs> with, 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 my with bleach bleached in the front that turned yeah. orange yes yeah nice. that was when you knew that's what like that's how you knew people were cool and shit you know what yeah. i mean and i did not hang i didn't i didn't hang out with those kids like i kind of refused to do it i don't know what what i was protesting being uh pro- approachable maybe i have no idea yeah. but like i didn't do it you were trying to you know you were trying to show like it, 
it was too mainstream for you for the time. You should do it now. That's what you yes. should do. That's you really should. what I should do. I'm still. I'm just doing my 1970s. Uh, uh, need, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Oh my god, <laughs> that is. I love that you showed that. That is so good. That is so great, man. I love that, that he has his childhood pictures on his phone. He's like, hold on, I got yeah. you. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen, they they always say you know have the most important things ready to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I always loved about you though, you have you had it seemed like it. I don't know if you actually did, but you had no fear from the time I met you when you were younger and we were talking about stand up and doing all that kind of shit. Just no fucking fear, dude. Yeah, I I so uh not to not to like turn this weird or anything, but like when I was a kid, I almost died. I don't know if you know this is a true story. I swear to God, I don't know this. No. Yeah, I, I was I had a heart problem when I was younger, and. uh and I, I went in for surgery just to like kind of close up a little like extra pathway in my heart. Right. And the and like the doctor was like, Yeah, we're gonna go like through the neck and just like kind of like just go in, close it, and it should be easy. It's like a very common procedure. And uh I went for it and like within the first like 10 minutes, they were like they hit like a main artery and I was like in a coma for seven days. Oh um I swear I was I was eight I was, I was I was eight years old. So wow. like I always feel like and I kind of like I feel like discovered later in life where it was just like yeah, like I guess like that was like a beginning for me to be like, yes, like just have fun and like say stupid shit and like you said like no fear. Yeah, because like like that's like that's like something drastic that could have you know I could have died. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dras drastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, on the drastic side of the spectrum. And I don't I don't tell that story to a lot of people, but like yeah, because like you know I, I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh man, that guy's crazy or fearless. He would he wouldn't do anything. But at the same time, it's like. Yeah, but it's like I, I also think it's fun. Like I like to get a rise out of people too. Like if if I'm with like a, if I'm with you, John, mm -hmm. and I just yell something to a construction worker on a on a on a light pole, and see your reaction, that's funny to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I that, know what you mean. Yeah, it's always the best, man. When you're with people who actually let you be that way too, it's so fucking freeing. I remember you know being with friends and stuff like that, and I used to just every now and again just be like, oh man, thanks. That was so much fun to hang out and just fight and kind of fucking cut loose and be yourself because there's people who are really uptight. And you're going to be around them. And sometimes it's fun to fuck with them too. But when you're with people who get it and they get you and you're just kind of like, oh my God, this is, this is the best to be around people like that. And you were always one it, of those it, people too. Thanks, man. It's always fun to, to be with people who match you because when you are matching each other, it's a good time. And then when people try, you try and like, well, say one up each other, but then mm. that's when you start really getting kind of like, that was wild. That was a great night. Like, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you like, uh acted out basically when you were younger or something like that i mean obviously you know you've always been into that kind of shit but like um when i was younger i was really into theater and singing and stuff like that mm -hmm. and um i knew what it was this, this is gonna be crazy first time i've acted out i i watched a whole movie a few years ago <laughs> and it was my preschool graduation and uh we did the pledge of allegiance uh you know as you do in preschool yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they shipped us out to war. Uh, <laughs> I was like holding the flag and like, you know, this is like in the nineties and like everyone says the pledge of allegiance and I forgot what it was, but I said something after the pledge of allegiance that made everybody laugh. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like the earliest core memory of me, like getting a big laugh out of like a bunch of people that nice. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, Oh shit, I was doing it back then too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was a good time. Like, so I think that was my earliest, but like one that sticks with me the most, um, I don't, I would I, not to say like this was funny, but like when, when I was in high school for Christmas, I just got dressed up as Santa Claus for school and just walked around with candy canes and my buddies were elves. 
And but like I would just like I did that because I didn't want to do anything in class that day. So I would just get up and walk out of class and be like, I have to go hand out these candy canes and would just walk around <laughs> and just would would absolutely disrupt class. Like I hope nobody they weren't learning anything serious that day. Right. They're just like <laughs> Yeah, if anybody was wondering the kind of education we got, we were allowed to just leave. Yeah. If, you were, if you were if you were dressed as something bizarre or bad, they wouldn't question a. I remember there were people I remember graduating high school with who were like, "You weren't in my class, but I remember you being there a lot." And I was like, "I used to just walk around, and no one gave a shit." I uh, like my favorite thing was like going through that smoker's path at lunch. Yeah, uh, there was like there was like a, a smoker's path because you couldn't smoke on school property. You also like couldn't smoke legally because you were all children. But um, <laughs> but you know you know it's not it's like we were in fucking Greece. Well, uh, I was gonna say we went to high school in the fifties. Yeah. like fucking. <laughs> um but like to go to lunch like you had to like go through this like smoker's path where like it felt like you were like we're leaving school and like going to your car and then like there'd just be a bunch of like people smoking like looking at you and it'd be like a we shouldn't be here type situation yeah. um, yes like switchblades came out like yeah yeah, yeah. it was kind of dancing weird. snapping it's also weird to talk about like what we what we did when we were younger in those days and what actual real people did when they were younger because we thought we were kind of like whatever and there was like no so I I I did some crazy and stupid and silly shit when we were younger. Our friend uh, Vinny DeStefano just mm. re brought up a, a story to me of Vin and I would just befriend people at like uh, the gas station during the summers, like where we couldn't drive. We were just riding bikes, but we would like stay there till like two or three in the morning and just like hang out with these people who worked at the gas station. Right. And like would I would like restock bottles. I'd be like, yeah, I got it. And, like I would just like <laughs> like and this gas station we would hang out at, it was like a hybrid like Exxon Dunkin' Donuts. And at night the Dunkin' Donuts would they would just take all the donuts and bagels and throw them into just garbage bags and throw them away. You know, food mm -hmm. waste. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the first time we saw that we, we were like, you're just going to throw these away. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, we'll take it. Yeah. So now we're two like chubby sophomores on bikes <laughs> with a fucking Santa bag filled with donuts and bagels <laughs> driving through like a target parking lot at two in the morning. And of course a cop stops us and a cop's like, woo. And we're like, hello, officer. And he's, he's like, uh, what do you, what's in the bag? And we were like, uh, donuts and bagels. And Naturally. like, he was like, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, well, what are you going to do with that? And like, I was like, put him in our tummies. <laughs> like, and, and, he, and he was so mad. I wasn't like, throw him in houses that he was like, get out of here. And he was so angry. Like, human. Oh, that's just, great. Uh, you know. That's also a testament to the town we grew up in is that cops don't have shit to fucking do except for pull over two sophomores on bicycles. Yeah. What do you like do with these donuts? Oh, I think they said like... Uh, going to put uh, our dicks in them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dock them. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I think the cop also said like a purse went missing. And I was like, I, there's not a purse in these donuts. Uh, like, <laughs> anyway, we stole the purse and... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. See, that's the kind of shit that I remember that you guys always wound up doing. Like, and it's no surprise that you went into what you're what you're doing now. You know what I mean? Because that's like yeah. those those are all good situations when you're younger. Befriending strangers, because you know, most people like don't fucking talk to people you don't know. And then there's mm -hmm. people like us who fucking talk to everyone. Yeah. 
And then that's why you wind up doing what you're doing. It's important because it also like, not to sound like this, it also, I guess, made like college easier because like, I wasn't afraid to talk to people or <clears> say something or like, you know, to someone new or be like, Hey, what's up? I'm Ken. Just like yeah. kind of like go introduce myself immediately because, uh, it's important. I mean, like this, net, this, uh, industry is all about networking. It's like, you know, how what? many people, yeah, <laughs> wait, hold, wait, John, John, I have news, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, so like I feel like I, I I can talk to anybody and like I love just like talking and shooting the shit yeah and just being like yeah great good talk see you, yep. see you soon like easy exactly yeah. so anyway thanks guys uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is that thing where it's like you know making friends and doing that kind of shit is a lot of easier like when I used to work regular jobs or whatever and people would be like oh my god how'd you get away with saying that or how'd you get away with doing that it's like because I've been doing this for like fucking ever like talking to random people and making them laugh or doing whatever like it's not i'm not a, like it, it's not abnormal to me abnormal is when you're in a room with somebody and they don't see fucking shit yeah and i'm like oh they're gonna murder everyone <laughs> and you're just like oh this like i'm not gonna take my eyes off you and i'm not gonna be the weird one here about it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's that's what i don't understand like especially now like i think it's so you know when i moved out to la it was like 2015 and even then LA? I, wait yeah, you're not there now no, 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 no. Can't you see I, the sadness in my eyes? Yeah, I'm not yeah, in LA. Like, yeah you have to be in New Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, I lived out there for like two years and it was um it was interesting because of just the one one year around, you know, different kinds of people, different speed out west, you know, than they yeah. are out here. So they're not quick on the uptake for the most part. The other thing is too, is like, you know, you're working with younger people doing stand-up and all this shit, totally different generations, and they are not friendly like not that they're not like nice people but they really don't have that kind of hey i'm so and so if you do that they're like the fuck is wrong with you and that's and so I'm weird like, because i'm sorry yeah no no no, no i know it's interrupt. It, no it's because it's funny because like people think like new york is so hard but like new york yeah. people do that like you like you can talk to someone like with a like with a ferret on their head in new york yeah and, exactly like, yeah. and have like a normal conversation about science yeah. Uh, like, but, but like in LA, like people like, just like, I, I, I've only been to LA a, like once before, like, a, like, a, like a good amount of like few days, just like do, doing the show out there and stuff like sure. that. And, uh, it was definitely a different set of pace. There was one thing I don't like about LA. I'm going to get to that, but like, sure. you're, you're right. I feel like everyone was very cool. Like I, a lot of people I, that primarily <laughs> I knew are out, was out there. So it was nice to catch up with people. But like even like at the end of the night, I was just like, all right, see you later. I gotta drive home. And like it was just like a different, like it's a different vibe, a different speed. My question is this about LA. Why is everything in a fucking mini mall? Well, my friend was like, dude, you gotta come meet us at this bar. It's like the sickest spot. This is where everyone comes, hangs out. I'm like, cool, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And like my Uber takes me. I'm like, why am I next to a quick check right now? What's going on here? And I walk in and they're just like, we close in 20 minutes. I'm like, it is 840. What are you yep. talking about? Everything, <laughs> like, everything, everything fucking closed. Nothing's open late. Well, I'll, no. most of the shit's in mini malls because honest to Christ, there's no real reason for anyone to be there. It's a desert that they built up shit around. So there is, there's like, you drive for a long time in the middle of nowhere and then you get to mini malls. And then they're like, I don't know why, but this is 25 miles away, but it took you four days to get here. So we're going to put everything we possibly can <laughs> so that you don't leave in this one area to make up for it. And you're like, oh, 24 hour fitness, um, a Chevy's, Chevy's isn't around anymore, but whatever. Um, <laughs> the solid reference that I'll edit out in post. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think a Margaritaville would probably be the better reference. Yeah. I don't know if Jimmy Buffett still got those, but. They're, they're, they're the open one in New York City. What are you talking about? Do they really? Holy shit! Yeah, man, Times Square. 
Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Times Square's lit Times now. Square, baby. Yeah, it can... really brought back the tourism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they love that there. Um, yeah, it's but like all that shit happens to be in the same place. Like, and I can't tell the difference between any of them. There's the Grove. There's the fucking. The only thing I could tell the difference between is I went to one. I went to a mini like mall area in Beverly Hills where I was like, this is the first time I've been out in public where I do not feel like somebody's going to rob me. Like that, I was like, I'm like, I swear to God, they handed me cash because they were like, just in case someone does, we have a reputation uphold. So we want you to have money on you when they night, you know? And I was like, oh, cool, great. Because no one wanted my shit. I had a, that leather jacket that I wear and I look like me. So and they were all like really dressed. You, you look like you were there to, as like a hitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People were throwing chains. They were like, are you, you hungry? You know. Is that what's going on? Um, but yeah, it's a weird, weird fucking place. The only thing I don't like, too, is I don't like how showy it is all the fucking time. Like, you really can't go out there without feeling like you're constantly working. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about their shit, their script I had, or whatever. I had a an, a an Uber driver, and he was like, are you guys actors? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to live in New York. And I used to work, like, on a TV show. And I'm like, oh, cool. For like what he said, he was like, yeah. He's like, you know, I have, like, what? I have, like, two Emmys. And I was like you're you're you have two emmys okay and yeah he's like yeah you know i'm just like taking off for a little bit and i'm like cool what the fuck is this town here yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't when i first got out there i was like you know trying to hit up some stand-up places or whatever and uh they would they would have these people that were on before me and i was just coming in so they didn't know who the fuck i was and i was mm -hmm. just like yeah you know I'll, I'll go in the other way for a little bit and try to do that kind of shit and then i would see them like these people go up before me and they have these fucking credits, man, just TV, like commercial TV, fucking MTV, fucking on, you know, really good shows on HBO. And then they would go up and do stand up and fucking tank. And I would be like, what the fuck? Bizarro. Why do they have, why are they getting more time than me? And why do they have whatever? Because they're all actors. Yeah. Every single fucking one of them. And I'm Comedy's like, he's weird in LA. It is so, it's so, I, I had a friend who I hadn't seen who started in the Philly scene. And it was the first time I'd gone to the comedy store and I ran into him there. And he was like, holy shit, I didn't know you were out here. And I was like, oh, my God, me neither. I'm like, how are you doing? He had a wife and a kid. And, you know, it's me, him, Al Madrigal, and a couple other people. And I and he goes, how long have you been out here? And I was like, dude, like a week and a half. And he just goes, you bombing? And I go, yeah, man, fucking like everywhere. And I was like doing hostels at the time and like weird places. And he was like, just wait, just wait until you get into the clubs, man. I, he's like, I did the same fucking thing. It's a weird vibe. Everyone reads from a journal. You know, and they're like, how come this awkward Weird. scenario I was in isn't getting laughs? And I'm like, because no one gives a fuck and you didn't write anything. It was nuts. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it was what, really weird. What What made you want to come back to New York? Oh, um, this is also my podcast now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the greatest. Suddenly I'm taking over like I am the captain now. Yeah, exactly. I'm suddenly I'm fucking Tom Hanks on that ship. I'm like, oh god, fuck. Is it getting hot in here? Um, oh, a couple things made me want to come back, but I think the primarily is I was flying back and forth anyway because there's no. You know, I went out there initially because I was like, I had a bunch of network meetings that I was going to go out there for. And then I was like, why don't I just fucking move out there? Not would not be a bad idea. I can live out there. We'll figure it out as we go along. And then um, I that the network meetings kind of stopped and I was like doing stand up or whatever for a little bit. And then I was like, well, now I got to go back east because I can book dates out there and I can go to New York and Connecticut and fucking Pennsylvania and Virginia and hit all that up. But then I so I would go fly back and forth where I would do that kind of shit, yeah. do a bunch of gigs. 
get the money I needed to get to live, go back out to LA, have more meetings, spend all the money I made doing stand up, trying to fucking eat and, and pay rent and then <laughs> fly back. Cause there were some gigs, but not enough. Yeah. yeah. Where were you? Where were you living out there? Studio city. Um, fucking universe studio city, universal city, Whoa. Uh, San, San Clemente. Okay. Um, and then, um, finally, Oh fuck. Downey. The yeah, under the, <laughs> wait, yeah. Wait, did wait. sleep in my car for a bit. We, I, you know, I moved in with a friend of a mutual friend of ours that we, I, I no longer, we no longer talk to get no. to anymore. Uh, no, no, no. You don't know that. I thought, you no. know. Now yeah, yeah. Yeah, ahead. we did. We I could say the name, but I'd rather not right now. This is the first time I'm like, this is the first Ever. time I've, I've, I, ever I've always Joe said names because I, you know what's funny? I've been thinking about it recently and I feel like the story doesn't make like why we don't actually talk doesn't make much sense. But we had gone to live out there together and we had two completely different concepts. It's Maria. We had two completely different concepts of what we what Go we on. wanted, like because we did live together for a while and then we would go to check out apartments. And for me, I'm a comic, so I don't really give a fuck where we live as long as it's cheap. I can afford it and whatever. And like we would go to look at places and she would literally be like, I don't really like the cabinets in here. And I would be like, I wanted to be like, we're poor. <laughs> so, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about the structure of the cabinets. And after a couple folds of that that were going on, we had found like one place we put a security deposit down on. And then she wound up bailing and living with her friends. And then the person who um, I went to get the security deposit back and then she said that she took it and then we wound up not talking anymore. But here's oh the thing. I actually feel like <laughs> us, we got into an argument too, but I actually feel like us not speaking. I really wish I would have cleared up what happened with the security deposit. Cause I, I highly doubt she took it. And I feel like the woman in the apartment complex was, was probably like money. 100%. Yeah. But at the time we were both so angry and neither one of us spoke to each other and yeah. we were both alone out there essentially. So I walked away from that going like, wow, I can't believe she fucking took, the money and so we just never spoke and that was wow. the end of that but aside from that yeah it was very much like I, i'm going back and forth all the time this is kind of stressful and uh i i need to make more money back out there but i'll tell you one thing leaving for two years getting those network gigs and making those connections and almost having a couple things actually picked up coming back to new york was a whole different experience because yeah. i you know it, it's just you have that kind of Wait, where you're like, oh, he's been out in L.A. Because I did get past the comedy store. I got past the Ice House. I got past the, the other comedy clubs that were out there. And, you know, you just build up your name a little bit. And then you yeah. come back east. And then it's a little bit different. So I mean, it was it, good. That makes sense. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah, like sure. wildly depressed because I was sleeping in a fucking air mattress with no air conditioning. Um, you, and should've, you should have taken the air from the mattress. <laughs> oh, it took itself. Can I tell you, there's nothing sadder than sleeping in a shitty, like tiny little room with an air mattress that just you wake up and you're just sunk in. You know, I was on the floor every night. You're like city of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. Though? That was another thing too, though, because Angela was out there and we would literally com commiserate all the time because she was in a bad situation. Yeah. And then I was in my own situation and neither one of us could afford to leave those particular situations and live together. And it was just like, this is, but we were also like, part of it was also kind of having a blast, I guess. Yeah. Because That's, what are you going to do? Yeah. We would laugh and spend money that we didn't have on like expensive sushi or Thai. Like we would literally be like, I'm miserable. You're miserable. I'm literally, I'm either going to swan dive off that fucking tower or, or sake and sushi. We can't afford on credit cards. And that, and I think that's like it, it, listen, money is obviously tight, especially like when you're an artist and stuff like that. Yeah. Artists, we are artists. 
We yes. are. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, it's one of those things where it's like there's no reason to – the money – people who budget and people who like are strict with money, it's very mm-hmm. important to understand like what you have coming in, what you have coming out. That's responsible. With yeah. that said, with what we do – gigs come and go so like so much that it's like it is a constant state of like you go you could be depressed or you could be like i don't know what's going on like i'm trying my hardest and doing this so like yeah. i feel like it's very important if you are an artist to be responsible but you need to treat yourself and do that stuff because oh, it gives God, you yeah. it gives you a slice of life where you're just like it's gonna be okay and everything yes. is gonna be good 100 so. i literally just told uh whoever the hell we had on last uh we had a guy on last night i literally just forgot who we had on like a night before Amazing. i'm such a piece of shit no his name is michael christopher and we were talking to him about um some stuff and i was like i had because when i got out there too i hadn't had like a real job and god knows how long right yeah. <clears throat> you know and and i didn't need one i worked my way through stand up to not have that but when i got out to la i was like fuck i should probably get something which is so weird too because when people it's hard for to explain away when somebody looks at your resume and you're and they're just like there's this working gap from like a uh, kind of after like you graduate high school to just doing stand up yeah. and making money and they're like huh okay so you worked in retail and then you disappeared for 10 years you know and you're, you're like, like witness protection yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like there's a huge gap here um and i but i worked at this one job and then it you know obviously didn't go well um and then they were like you gotta and i was like no i know and then i <laughs> i left and immediately with like the last few whatever bucks i had i went to melrose found a leather jacket that i liked um and bought it is that the one that you wear on stage now yes it is that's it <laughs> so that's la's in. L- la is always with you baby yeah that's a- <laughs> wow that was that's, sweet that's your, that's your fur coat that's your that's your mink that's your uh <laughs> it's my art it's armor it really it's is a-, a nice jacket for performers is absolutely armor. it's the one you fucking sleep in you know and, and like yeah. do shit in um and it's seen some shit <laughs> um so but that's a, that's a crazy thing too. Like you, you fucking, you went to, you went to college and everything, but you like, I remember you left for New York almost immediately. Was that a hard decision to make for you? Or were you always like, no beeline, this is what I want. It was always an idea to leave. Uh, I, I went, uh, I graduated high school, went one year community college, uh, at Ocean County college, uh, in Tom's River, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Go sadness. Is that the mascot? <laughs> that's, the ma- that's the mascot. Yeah. Yeah. The mascot of sadness. It's um, the Zoloft's guy's cousin. <laughs> um and while i was there i was like i i want to audition for a school so i i auditioned for like an acting conservatory and i got in and i was 18 remember the piece you did to do it to get in i did like i did two monologues from like a monologue book because i was just like i'm like i don't know like monologue stuff like it because unfortunately uh our arts programs and stuff in tom's river are so bad yeah that like we know we do like one musical a year at our school, at the school I went to, at least our whole high school, mm-hmm. and like it was great, it was like the best time. But it was like months of like leading up instead of doing like multiple things and like taking like the art seriously and like art history and stuff like stuff that I'm so interested in now. I'm just like, why do we not learn this or and and how to balance a checkbook in high school? Oh yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah, our arts program. Let me tell you something about how shitty our arts program is. I my guidance counselor was first of all just erratically a mess 100 her name is d agostino i don't even fucking care if i'm dropping her name right now this woman was Dude, a stop cluster- she watches uh- <laughs> <laughs> this woman was a clusterfuck of a human being i would always go- I, would- I would go to her she would like try to like do whatever and i would literally walk over to another guidance counselor and be like can we just switch i know my fucking last name doesn't cover the bracket but you know what i mean because they would do it alphabetically it was and so not- weird it, it was, was weird so weird 
so but her son was a musician and I would always, she'd be like, oh, my, you know, my son's really struggling. And what, and I'm like, ma'am, I don't fucking care. Like, you would think she would have just been like, hey, you know what? There's a college you can go to. Because I was interested in comedy and writing and doing all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. But Emerson, I found out long after the fact that Emerson University uh, has a comedy writing degree that you can wow. get. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Wow. Because you would have thought. That she would have been like, hey, you know, you're not going to do well. in But she was also just like, have you ever uh, thought of pumping gas? <laughs> uh, and I'd be like, why are you supposed to lift me? And yeah, I, lift me like, I heard they give away free donuts if you do it at yeah. the station over there. And yeah. the funny thing is, is I didn't yeah, get these two fat kids grade. come in and they hang out with you. <laughs> they pretty much do your job for you for yeah. donuts. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, oh, wow, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. And I wasn't um, like a bad student either. I was in good classes and shit. It was just like, but she was just like. You're not going to make it. I think that's also like why I wanted to leave because the second I left and I always loved coming to the city and stuff when I was younger. Yeah. But, you know, I, I wanted to, I, you know, did musical theater and I got it really into comedy. And I loved comedy growing up. <clears throat> and then the second I got to school, I was just like, yeah, this is where I want to be. And I love New York. I want to be in New York forever. I always like wanted to try LA and like, you know, my goal, my dream is to one day get a job or have something yeah. that I can have like a studio out there and just be like, yeah, we can go out there for a few weeks and then come back. Like yes. that's like my dream in life. But I, uh, it's one of those things where it's like I, I couldn't live in Tom's River, New Jersey for the rest of my life. No, no, and, I, and all the Tom's River people watching, guys, Tom's River is fine. It's great. I'm not talking shit. It's just like, you I'll know. I'll do it for you. Tom's River. Hardline, <laughs> <laughs> like hardline right now. Yeah. Let me fucking tell you something about this town. It's not the same. We, it's, people always say it, but it's not the same town we grew up in anyway. No, it's definitely not the same town we grew up in. But also it's like, like I'll call my mom and be like, hey, what's going on? She'd be like, nothing. Do you know that they're building a new Target? And I'm like, all right. And that's it. The news. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huge. I know it, it is very hometowny and very short. It's it's one of those places that I, I, I totally understand the feeling of leaving. When you, people who haven't left don't understand what it's like to go anywhere else or where it's like to leave. And, you know, uh, I remember going back and seeing a truck outside the IHOP. My friends and I used to go to with a Confederate flag flying oh, from yeah. the back. And I just went, all right, <laughs> I'm home. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, I forgot. We're in the South yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like South comma Jersey. Dude, uh, every fucking bar out there plays country music and has line dessings. And I wanted to be dude. like, I live on the shore. Yeah. I live in, you know, it's it there is like it, it is the the way that tom's river is broken up it's like the downtown area is like young kind of like up and coming like bars and pubs yeah. and then you go to like the west side of town and then it's just like fucking like lifted truck fucking confederate flags and then you go over the bridge and it's just like fucking like <laughs> like like guidos and fucking assholes <laughs> like, yeah it, it, it's it's like look i'll tell you what new york city is a melting pot of people yeah uh tom's river is a melting pot of the worst people in the world <laughs> <laughs> tom's river is definitely the florida of new jersey if you're gonna if you're gonna really put it in perspective basically that's ba yeah. essentially what it is. That's saying a lot <laughs> it, it is, is florida of new jersey <laughs> yeah it's the, it, it, it's real it's the desantis of uh oh, man. Yeah. Of you people. see me yell at those kids? I did. That's a uh, that's fucking wild, dude. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. And also, like, oh, come on, somewhat state. It's got to be. It that had to be the most staged fucking thing. Because they didn't even. They fun. weren't even like the fuck is this guy's problem. Someone like, I guess the two of us will take our masks off. And then there was those two other clueless kids that are like, what's going on? 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's I was weird. told to stand here. Uh <laughs> Yeah. It's definitely like high school principal erectile dysfunction energy. You know what I mean? Like dude, that guy's dude, having that's problems. Exactly what it is. Oh yeah. yeah. And well, that yeah, dude that... absolutely had COVID. He absolutely had COVID when he disappeared oh. for like for like a month. And then he came back and he was like, uh, oh, we're going to sign this bill. Uh, I'm just like, oh, that guy's sick. He's sick. The man is sick. I know. I know. It's like when you're breathing, like in the same way when you accidentally swallow a kernel of popcorn. That's not, yeah. you know what I mean? When it makes yeah. that sound because it's coming through. That dude, that dude made Darth Vader look like a marathon runner. <laughs> Fucking horrible, man. Um, but that was, so we, so you got out to, cause I know you were, you were doing some stand up for a little bit. But I don't know yeah. when, at what point, because I know I, you didn't start right away, right? No, I, I, I went to school. I studied acting. Uh, and then within that, I studied uh, stand up. I did a little bit of stand up with Rick Crow. At the American something. At the, theater, at the, right? at the American at the, um, Comedy Company. At, no, it was no. the uh, no uh, the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts. The American Comedy no. Company. No, 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 uh, but I thought you tried. I thought you did a, a separate comedy class. You did, you did it within the New York. Oh, no, I was at UCB. Oh, oh, that's right. I was at UCB for uh from like that's 2013, 2013 to when it closed in 2020. I was there for like seven, eight years. Oh shit. Um, yeah, and it, it was, and that was like the best time because that's where I really kind of found my comedy footing of like improv. Like I love improv, but like I was more like the second I found about sketch, not found out, I knew about sketch, but I was like, whoa, they offer sketch and then character writing and character so development good. and stuff like that. That's that's when I really kind of started to really dig my heels and just like this is what I want to do, and then. Mm. My goal was to get on the house team there, and I did. And then my goal was to have a, a show that ran, and I did with Toxic. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I ended with like there was a, a sketch night called Mod Night, and uh, I and that was the last thing I did before it closed. It was it was super fun. It took a while to get there, but it was super fun. I was you know you know I it was the best time. It was like I was in a writer's room. I was right. there pitch, I was there pitching characters and jokes, and like I feel like it it's it was such a good um, lens to like what the industry of like late night and sketch comedy is and it's yeah. so important and i feel like that that should be offered you know it's offered a lot in new york but like it's it's it should be offered even like beyond that like you should be learning like improv like in high school like you know absolutely some, some high schools river. do have it in tom's <laughs> river yeah my fucking v vinnie bonaducci i don't know <laughs> yeah he's just like he's like walk on what's your intention like fucking <laughs> It's just like always say yes, yes, and <laughs> yes, and fuck you. Like that would yeah. be like the New Jersey improv. If I uh, ever asked you to deliver a brown bag to an unknown address, <laughs> yes, and yes, and I push my mother down the stairs. <laughs> Throw mama from the train, real life story. Uh, that is great. That should have been the thing you read to get into that school. You should just tell people that if you don't yeah. remember, don't tell them you read from an acting book. Just be like, I did a scene from Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, they're, and they're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I play Mama. Owen, um, <laughs> tell me you've seen that fucking movie. That was movie. such it's a good course. Mama. Thank you, thank you. That's that was really good, man. It's my one impression. You should you should go in an audition with that. <laughs> I'll just throw it up on TikTok, send it in. It'll be great. You should go to whatever audition you have next, like a commercial audition or something. You should be like, hi. Yeah, I know we're here to sell uh, Kleenex, but I'd rather do a performance of uh, Throw Mama from the Train and just go right into it. And then if they ask why you're doing that, you say, well, I was. Uh, it was a choice. <laughs> 
I'm really, really moved by her performance. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember her name. She was great, though. I think she's, I said was, like she's dead. I have no fucking idea if she's still alive. She could be. Or she made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. So you did. So that's your timeline, basically. You did that. You started dabbling comedy a little bit. I remember coming to one of your gigs. Well, funny enough, I mean, I, I, so I went, I went to school. I was studying at UCB, but like for this is actually, this is true. So when I was in school, I, you know, was having a great time. I really like, I, I took, I took it very seriously because I love acting. Mm -hmm. And my, my second year at the conservatory, I had a teacher who did something you shouldn't do, but essentially she was just like, well, two things were said to me. One, a teacher looked at me and went, ugh, you were going to work so much in 10 years. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't work now. I'm young. And, right. and, I, and she's like, and she was like, no, 10 years. And I was like, fuck. Right. And then this, the second time was um, a teacher looked at me and uh, she, she walked around the room. She went in the, in, in life, people are going to typecast you. And like, and it's not fun, but like, I'm going to typecast you right now as if like what I see in you. And she like walked into this guy and she was just like, you're very handsome. You're tall. You're, you, you're leading man qualities. You have like chiseled good looks goes to another girl. She's just like, you're so cute and quirky. You're like a quirky best friend. And then she looks at me and she goes cop and kept going. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? No. So you, you mean to tell me that I'm not going to play, a, I'm only going to play cops in 10 years. I was like, God damn. Uh. And then guess what? I did. <laughs> I couldn't. I I couldn't get an audition for fucking like two or three years, and I'm like, "What's wrong with me?" I'm like, and that's like why I started taking more classes, like UCB and stuff, because like I'm like, "Well, I'm not getting called in for anything." All my friends were, and I was like getting really depressed. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like now I'm going for dads, cops, and uncles. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it works though too. It's like sometimes I'll see in a commercial doing something kind of like that, and I want to be like, "I want Ken to be my dad." Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be nice. I I, I, I could pick you up. <laughs> you could i think you yeah. have Let's be yeah, I, I definitely have you've done it before uh <laughs> there's um the other thing we did a show together too that was another thing too do you remember that we did a, a charity for rowan university for sandy we did, we did. And that, that was, was a lot of fun that was super fun i i think i i we did a couple shows together we did a show i did a show uh, at a restaurant where you yeah, headlined yeah yeah and um Not we did uh humble brag yeah we did a bunch of stuff that's when i was like kind of dabbling a little bit in stand-up and then yeah and then I, at that point, I was just like, I think I'm done with stand, not done with stand up because I'm always just like, damn, I, I should get back into this. I have so many ideas. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, I, I respect stand ups so much. Uh, and it's like, you know, if you're not in the clubs every night, I feel like if you're, you're doing it a disservice and you shouldn't be right, right. Know, like, you know, there's too many people who are just like, yeah, you stand up. And I'm just like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> The uh the cop thing though too that's kind of interesting when people tell you what they think they're gonna be what you think you're gonna be or whatever and like when they go from room to room do you do you feel like that gets in your head too did that get in your head for a while no well not it did but then I I kind of started embracing everything I started auditioning for and I very much when I stopped playing by the rules and I started kind mm. of playing by how I wanted to do it that's when I started having more fun and, and leaving more of like a lasting impression and getting callbacks nice. and booking in the room because like they said, you know, like there's a famous thing where it's like when you walk into a room, like ground yourself and become like one with the room and like, uh, in, and be like, Oh, like, Hey, how you doing? Oh, how are you? Like, Oh, hello. How are you doing today? How's your day? Very good. Whoa. Pur purple floor. Very cool. Like, you know, like 
yeah. shit like that where it's like to make yourself like known in the room. And I was doing that. And I'm like, this isn't working. So like right. now when I like when I walk in the room, like and I tell people this, if people are like ask me like auditioning for commercials, it's like when I walk in, I'm just like, what's up? Like, I'm like, yeah. hey, what's going on? like, I'm very like I'm I'm. They want to. They want to see the person. They don't want to see an actor. They want to see the person they're going to hire and make sure that like you are just like a cool person who can who, who you wants to work and like is cool to work with. Like yep. there's a lot of there's a lot of asshole people out there who book jobs and stuff like that. But like when you get on set, the cool the best thing you can do and the, and what I try to make sure is like say hi to everybody and like yeah. talk to people and just like talk to the camera crew and like the guys like holding the rigs all day and just like. Like get their story because like that's like the lasting impression that you want to leave on people where they're like, yeah, we really like that guy, you know, because he, you know, came in for one day, but like he, like we feel like we know him like for yeah. forever now. So yeah. I think that's important when it comes to like auditioning in the business and stuff. It is, and that's the only and- time I've ever gotten callbacks is when I let go of the idea because it is fucked up because they're like, fuck, I don't know if they want me, and then you look at everybody else in the room and you're like, they're probably gonna get them, and then you go in with this weird mindset of like, I'm gonna be what I think they want. And it's never ever works. So I, I actually, during the pandemic, I booked a uh, very small, you can't see my face. You can kind of see me. Uh, it was like an extra, not an extra, but like there was three roles for a CVS commercial. Oh, and nice. I was auditioning for the, just like the cashier. And later the cashier just had to go like, Ooh, I think I can tell the story. I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's fine. It was fine. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, sorry, I said internal dialogue. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was going behind the scenes with yeah. Tim McGraw right now. Yeah, this is this is my uh, being John Malkovich moment. Um, <laughs> so, so I I did the audition. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. And then for the callback, like they came out and they said to a bunch of people, like me and like four other dudes and there was like everyone was wearing like a cvs like red polo and like i wasn't wearing that and i'm like uh-oh whatever who cares it's an mm. outfit and they were like hey uh just so you know like when they ask you to slate you're gonna say your name where you're from uh agency and we also need to see the top of your head because like it's gonna be an overhead shot and me i actually uh not, not job i've actually been regrowing my hair because i had a bald spot uh because i've been using keeps and it's working nice um Hey, but, shout out to Keeps. Uh, yeah, shout out to Keeps. Uh, it's not a sponsor yet, uh, but your product <laughs> works. Um, and I was like, fuck. I'm like, well, this is going to tank me. Like, they're not going to want to hire me because uh, I have a bald spot. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call their bluff right now. So I got into the room and they're like, hi, Ken. I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going, everybody? Cool. Like, the CVS, like, people were there and stuff like that. And um, all their, all their, compute like all their screens are like black and it's like the cast director and a few other people you can see them and she goes great i should just like like name my Kim McGraw agency blah, 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 blah. and she goes great can we just see the top of your head i went sure and i leaned my head down and i showed them for like two seconds and i came back up and i looked right in the camera and i went next <laughs> <laughs> and you heard and i heard like cvs like go oh like laughing and like <laughs> like mute themselves and the cast director was like oh, no 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 can no no and, <laughs> and i was like oh, i went okay yeah sure i fucking booked it I booked nice it. man yeah. that's a great way yeah i was like, yeah, no. awesome. i was like i was like if i'm gonna have to show my head i'm gonna make a joke about this if i'm gonna i'm gonna be like are you guys gonna hire me because i have a bald spot or no beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a great story man that's a good it's a good example of going in confidently and being like i know me i know myself 
I'm just going to go and have the best time I possibly can. Yeah. And it, that, that's the thing. It's once you, you can, you put on a character, you put on a character, but like primarily it's like you, you are doing the work. You are the one memorizing the lines. And it's like, you know, if it's a TV show or something like that, you know, obviously you put more work in, you know, you put as much work in as you always do, but it, it depends on what the character calls for. A majority of the time with like commercials, just go have fun. Like that's yeah. it. Like you're selling a product. Like, like that's the main thing. Unless it's like, like, sh- like, uh, something that makes you shit. Like where it's like, it has to be very serious. Uh, what, what is it? What, 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 what makes you shit? Like uh, tr- uh, 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 yeah, yeah. La- uh, tra- laxative or something like, yeah. tra- like tra- Travada, Travago. We're getting, we're getting all the sponsors on this show. We got, and they're all Ken's. Yeah. Yeah. It's all stuff I've done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i remember the, the typecasting thing you ever typecast yourself because i remember being like yeah me and my friends we're all going out actually I, it's, I guess it's not typecasting yourself because they kind of did it for me we're all hanging out we're all super young it's when we used to go out to the movies in groups of like fucking 16 your parents drop you off you all meet mm-hmm. there i don't remember everyone, the name everyone, of this everyone fights at the movies <laughs> yeah dude absolutely everyone get like exactly and you're like walking past some kids like beating each other up and the cop like trying to hold them by the neck um so but we were going i remember the name of the movie but it was like a kirsten dunst film um the one actor ben foster's in it don't know the name of it but i remember martin short's in it right so anyway it's me and my friends and at the time not my best look at the time probably a little acne a little braces going on right round glasses so i'm sitting in the theater and all my friends are hot um and they're all the girls or whatever and they're like doing that thing where they're watching a movie and they're picking out characters who they are and it's like so-and-so is the hot kid. She's a girl. She's doing that. Okay, whatever. 25 minutes in, Martin Short walks on screen completely over the top. And they're like, John. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm not getting my dick sucked out of the movie. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what's going on? And then I was like, oh, okay, that's that's the guy that everybody, that's fine. That's fine. And I was like, I love Martin Short. I don't know what you guys yeah, are talking yeah, about. And you're just like, you're like, yep, that is me. That is- <laughs> exactly. I literally couldn't deny it. I was like, yeah, he's getting laughs. I don't know what to tell you guys. I can yeah. see you in 10 years, but. Go, yeah. you, at the at the next uh tom's river uh reunion that you that you're go- absolutely gonna go to you should find you should you should seek out those people and uh and just say it's me i am martin short like you know just like, go <laughs> yeah. into it. it's like uh kick the hard. doors in very oh, much great. yeah purple suit <laughs> i'm with selena gomez for no reason everyone's like what the fuck's going on it's a lookalike <laughs> i'm gonna show with her <laughs> yeah yeah hey um yeah that was fucking hilarious uh, i did, did you go to your do you have your reunion yet I didn't go. I didn't uh, go to mine either. No, I I didn't go because I didn't care. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't go just because I was like, I, I, it, I, I see all these people on like social media, and I'm like, I don't need to go and like have a beer with you. Like, I, it, it's it's nice. It'd be nice if I see somebody out. Like, if I'm ever home, like I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you? Like, catch up. But mm-hmm. like, and the thing I, is, you kind of do. Fun. Yeah. How like, many times have we run into each other at Hooks randomly? Like, I didn't even have to call you to see what you were doing because I'd be like, "Oh my god, John's gonna be out at Hooks." I know. Yeah, exactly. And now it's gone. But unfortunately, yeah. When we came back, when I came it's back gone? home, I used to go. Yeah, man. It it fucking didn't survive the pandemic. No. Can you believe it? That thing fucking survived. Like, well, it was a boat, but that yeah. thing survived. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught myself. And I was like, oh. it, it survived floodwaters, but yeah, it didn't survive the pandemic. They fucking closed. Damn. The, that was the best place. That place ruled. They, yeah. That was- that was the only place place where you could see like uh, dudes fight over ping pong and like stationary basketball. 
There's a there, uh, the, one of the last times because I'm going through these old photos. I have some photos of us at Hooks together, and I am fucking plastered. Oh yeah, dude. every every time I've seen you, you I had to like text you and be like, "Hey man, so good seeing you last night." You're like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I was there. We, I hung out. I bought you a drink." <laughs> like, <laughs> texting me a photo of us. I'm like, "It's me and uh, you, dude. You gotta eat some bread before you go out." I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real problem. Um, Dude, but get some yeah. fucking fried dough in your gullet. It's everywhere at the shore. <laughs> I know. I used to just fucking peace out and then go down and get pizza somewhere. By the way, for people who don't know who are watching, Hooks is a great bar in Seaside Heights that was literally it was Captain Hooks, and it was a looked like a boat on the outside, and on the inside it was just you know the, a ping the pong thing, and fucking beer pong one, and. The wildest thing, the wildest thing about that fucking bar was you, when you walked in, it was like the bar was right there Mm -hmm. and then like it expanded open, but like it had this whole gaming area and stuff like that. But like, I don't know who planned this bar, but whoever put darts right next to the door when you walked in was like, who's planning this? Where it's like, you walk in, you're like, oh, like like, some drunk asshole singing bruce throwing darts at your fucking head uh, yeah that was the worst fucking place and you're like yeah it was it was a nightmare it was so much fun you're like all right hawkeye fucking calm down <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> we get it you're good at darts like and that was the funny thing too is because everybody had an area they would go to where they were in trying to press some impress somebody that they were yeah as a date and I'm like you're not going to impress a woman playing shuffleboard guy relax you know can we i get buy it. you can I buy you a drink and then maybe play some ski ball? It's like, get yeah. the fuck away from me, Gino. <laughs> <laughs> Gino. Oh, fuck. Uh, so before we, I mean, we're going to, we're not going to wrap up yet. What am I, yeah. what am I, who am I kidding? But uh, toxic masculinity. Tell me a little bit about that. It's you and your buddy, Doug. Um, yes. so it's you me guys and my buddy. met at what, UCB? Yeah. So we met at UCB uh, years ago. And the, uh, funny enough, the way we met was uh, there was this comedy festival at UCB used to run called the Del Close Marathon. And it was like oh, a yeah. it was like a 72 hour nonstop improv marathon. And it was it went nonstop for like three straight days. Mm-hmm. And every night there was like a big party at this like party space area. And a girl <clears throat> one year it was like 20, like 17, 2016, walks up to me. And was talking to me and was like, oh, you know, just chatting. I'm like, yeah. Blah, blah. And then she goes, wait, you're not Douglas Wydick. And I go, no. And she goes, <laughs> sorry, and walked away. And I was like, so I knew Doug just kind of like through the comedy. I reached out to him on Facebook and I was like, some, I wrote on his Facebook wall and I was like, I was like, somebody thought I was you for 15 minutes last night talking to <laughs> And then proceeded to walk away when they found out I, I was not you. And then he was like, my paisan, my brother. And then we were just friends and Doug is a very talented, uh, like musician. And mm-hmm. he does, uh, he has a hip hop, uh, improv comedy team called North coast. And oh, like, nice. he's like, and he's like really good with like music and instruments. And I, we were looking for a project to do. And I, I approached him with the idea of toxic and I said, Hey, you know, the show is, uh, I, I pitched him a show. I said, two fuck boys get their comeuppance. Uh, <laughs> And he was just like, great, let's do it. And we started writing in like a cafe. And then from the year, from the time that we started writing that day mm-hmm. to the day we performed, it was literally exactly one year. Exactly. Wow, wow. And then we got a run at UCB. And normally UCB runs are like six months. And approaching our six month mark, uh, we kind of approached the theater and we're like, it was a half hour show. And we were like, can we do an hour? And he was like, and the artistic director at the time, Michael Hartney, who's extremely talented, very funny. He was like, if the first, if this, if the second half hour is as good as the first one, 
yes. So we tried out the hour, wow. and he was like, yeah, you can continue the show. And we did the show for like like 10 months, basically. So we finished in December of 2020, and at that time, we were doing shows around the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we took it to L.A. for a week, and we got a really nice reception out there. Nice. And um, we were gearing up for like – an off-Broadway run, you know, we were talking to a lot of like producers and like stuff like that and trying to get like investors. And we had a big show planned for uh at 54 Below, which is like this big uh like it's below 54 Below, 50, yeah. Studio 54, yeah, uh in the city, and it's like a Broadway cabaret theater, and we were gonna have like an all-female band, like an, a rock band, and nice. we like wrote them a song and like we extended the show, we wrote more songs, and that was um gonna happen on march 27th of 2020 mm-hmm. and something happened um uh, the, the world <laughs> the world happened john right so so um we so we wound up having to put a little cap on it for a time being and you know we, we did a couple shows since the pandemic has still been going on like when theaters reopened but we're, we're just kind of waiting to feel it out and see nice. when would be the most appropriate time to start bringing it back and stuff like that oh that's fucking awesome dude yeah yeah, I hope you guys bring it back soon. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's exciting. Have you have you seen it? I only seen clips of it. I never, you know, that's a, that's a, that's one of the suckiest things about uh, performing and having friends who perform is that you rarely get to go out to see each other do shit because you're working. I see all my friends stuff. Fa- fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I've watched 137 I'm, of your episodes, John. I'm only joking, John. John, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to finally no, be part of it. Uh... <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I make time. I carve it out. Um, no, you're right. I should probably do more of that. But it is like, isn't that weird? We're like, oh, I want to go see my friend's band, and then you're like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're playing on the weekend. And it's like, well, so am I, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's hard when you you when I you're will doing... come now, though. It's hard when you're doing like the kind of not to say the same thing, but like yeah, shows happen at night. You work at nights yep. primarily. Like you know, yeah. you, there's not many matinee stand-up shows. <laughs> you're nope. like, yeah, yeah. God willing. Yeah, you I'm know what I mean. The, I'm doing the early bird at fucking right. Uh, you know, like that would be <laughs> a good, that actually that actually would be a pretty good club idea though. Like, do you like it would be kind bird? of funny. You know what? It's it's uh, I've done a few of those and they're called college gigs. Oh, that whatever, makes sense. There was like, I swear to God, man, there were some college gigs where you were just like, I remember the first one I did, I opened for somebody else and it was a lot of fun. It was this, it was this college in Pennsylvania, which no one's ever said out loud. A lot of fun college of Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, but, uh, so, uh, I don't know why I'm just like trashing other places. Right? Um, <laughs> like, but, uh, but it was a lot of fun and they had a theater, they had a legitimate thing. Kids came in, they were fucking great, great audience, nice space. And I remember getting in the car and the guy goes to me, yeah, don't get used to that because we're doing University of Connecticut next week and it's in the middle of the day and it's going to suck. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And we get to University of Connecticut and it's literally like in the middle of uh, the hallway that they like there was just like this little Great. area. Yeah. Little area where like people were like, you know, I guess like a, a an area to just chill out in, congregate in. They carved a space out for us. They put like a, a panel thing for us to stand on and you're literally doing your act and it's like, <laughs> kids are walking through and you're like yeah. so anyway uh i'm late for physics there's a fucking stand-up show going on <laughs> <laughs> this fucking dropout's got to tell his dick jokes yeah uh you're like, oh, you're, like you're like i'm short are you uh yeah. oh, sorry uh, like you get hit by fucking backpacks way to just give away my opener you piece of shit hey i also i also this i actually will say this right now because it, it'll save me time later from texting you saying hey man sorry i said you were short like i'm sorry <laughs> Trust me, they all know. They know. 
100%. It is kind of funny. I, I The weird thing is, is people get angry with me when like, they'll be like, I had a woman come up to me after a show and she'll like, get you short know, with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should say from now on. Bam. Uh, but she was like, you know, you're a lot taller on your Instagram. And I was like, I don't do that. Um, it's not a filter. You fuck what? like that's your problem. I don't know. Like, what do you, what do I have to just, every What's time the- I take a photo, you scale. What's the filter called? Knees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I only do it from like the waist. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that means, but I've had literally people be like, yeah, you present yourself as a lot taller. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Is that an issue? It's like, it, yeah, hey, listen, uh, I took you more seriously online, and now I, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, well, like you're catfishing people. Exactly. Yeah, I know, right? Like I didn't fucking tell you that, and also you're next to your husband, you drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, like were you planning on doing anything if I was a little sick something? Like you were gonna leave him, or he was gonna watch? What was I, your plan? I, I tell my girlfriend all the time. I tell everyone all the time. My life would change if I was six foot. Yeah, if of I was course. six foot, my life would be completely different. What would I, you do if you were six foot? Fucking clean shelves. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I would just leave things for no reason. Spin a fan. That's the thing. Like, like, like right now, I look kind of like like if I was six foot, my exact same weight and demeanor and stuff, I would look like an old timey strong man, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like right, a circus like, guy. Like right now, I look like a like one of those like big butt belly bodybuilders who like screams like <laughs> <laughs> like dude, like just fucking covered in chalk. Just fucking. <laughs> I've, I've seen your gym videos back in the day, man. It's not you're not wrong, dude. Uh, thank you, yeah. thanks. You, you can I, lift though. You can fucking I, lift, man. I, I I I actually this is fucking I I I'm trying to get back on like a regime because what if like you know if you want to feel good you know lose some weight you know the pandemic uh, has been hard on everyone so I want to start I, like legit was like I'm ready to go back to the gym I'm ready to just like kind of like do it and I uh, I fucking like basically sprained my ankle last week I fucking hit like uneven uh, uh, concrete in the city of all places <laughs> and. I like, but because, and this is where comedy training comes in, because I'm always on, uh, <laughs> I fucking hit and I prat fell and did three somersaults over myself and popped up like, ta-da! And like, I'm like, ah, ah, like living till like a woman's like, ah, like yelling because she just saw me eat shit, roll, jump <laughs> up like, like, ah, like, like, like I'm about to like lift her up now. <laughs> and uh, ever, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, this is the most New York thing. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, ah, I think so. I'm not sure. And then one woman just kept walking opposite direction. Just went. She went. You got to sue and kept going. And I, <laughs> and I was just like, thank you, Angel. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 my guardian angel. Um, and like so, I I'm I'm waiting to heal this up like a few more days, and then I'm gonna be back to the gym, and I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll send you a video of me screaming. Yeah, please. That's all I want, honestly. <laughs> Uh, I forgot. Yeah, you used to, we used to post those videos, man. And sometimes you'd be like, you know, work, I used to work at Equinox. That's why. That's and right. I, yeah, yeah. I used to work at Equinox because I wanted to have a free gym membership, Smart. and it, it and it worked because I got. If you're in like a very cool, <laughs> good place to work out, you're more inspired to like want to like work harder and stuff, and like yeah. use the amenities. So I was like, I like I go to the gym for like three hours. I'd like work out, like hang out, get like a eucalyptus towel, go to the steam room, mm-hmm. fucking put on yeah. all the lotion, shower, and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, it's eight thirty at night now. I'm like, I've been here since three. What yeah. are you doing? Right, but you basically lived at the gym then, and that's not bad. No, it was it was a fun fun time. Yeah, that's not bad, man. Yeah. Tom is, uh, 
six what? What are you, six two, six three? Normally I exaggerate, yeah, but I'm six, trying to get four. it right. No, I'm actually six, four. six, four. You're six oh, you're six four. Yeah. I'm I feel like Tom's your dream height. I no, if I was six four, I'd be fucking gorgeous. <laughs> I really you, you, you do, Thank you. You, you, do, you do know I'm going to edit it so it just cuts off at fucking, right? If, if I was six four man, I'd be yeah, I'd be fucking yeah. dystopia tonight. <laughs> 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 your, parents, your mom's just like what the fuck? what the fuck <laughs> um uh tom how is it being six four do you feel it it's, you know what it's not as good it's i have the opposite problem so like whenever right. you're someplace everybody knows you're there you can never like walk through a crowd without everybody being like but like spotting you right away i don't feel my height until you see me in pictures and i look like a wrestler so like I'll be standing there with people and it's everybody's up to my nipples. So why did you not become a wrestler? Is my question. <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. That is a good question. You, you, I feel like you, you'd be a good wrestler. Yeah, I think I'd be. Yeah, I, don't, I would you definitely have, want have, to be a heel. You have a great personality. Uh, you had a nice smile. Thank uh, you. Yeah, you, you're going places, kid. <laughs> in ten years. In ten, in ten years, wrestler. <laughs> wrestler. God, I fucking wish. I wish she said that to me. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like ooh. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been nice. I feel. I love how you went uh, from actor to agent in like two seconds. Like, baby, Listen, let me tell you. It's all about wearing hats, baby. <laughs> The Tom Poston of this era. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing, man. Yeah, Tom Tom, the, I, Tom and I met here on in yeah. these boxes. Um, on Twitch. Just like on this. Twitch. We met on yeah, we met on Twitch. We met we met on an OnlyFans site called I, Animals, I, Animals, Animals. I donate uh, to him, he donate to me, and they kept going back and forth. I saw his we feet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We I was like, I'm each other. Support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know I saw a photo of it. I didn't know you. I, I really thought Tom was like not an ent. You know what I mean? Like just like a normal, you know, and then but then I saw a photo of him, I think when I followed you on Instagram, and you were just towering over everybody in this photograph, and it blew me the fuck away. It's crazy. It was alarming. You guys uh, I, we we could do a, a live stage reading of Princess Bride. Uh, I'm totally down to be Andre <laughs> with Ken and I, and that would be that'd be it. Everybody, our height. Oh my god, who's your buddy from Scotland? Is an actor? Is about the Craig. same height. We yeah. all have. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, all around the same height. height. Yeah, that'd be no, fucking I'm amazing. I'm five eight. You fucking. Oh, you're five eight. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're taller than me. <laughs> yeah, that's upsetting. I always forget you're taller than me. Yeah, man. No, I, I would look. I'm, I'm Why short, is? but I'm not John short. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is hey, the fucking truth. But like, all like a lot of screen actors are fucking short. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom I mean, Cruise, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise hides it. One. Yeah, um, Dustin Hoffman, Stallone. Who, who did I see? I saw someone recently, and I was like, whoa, they're short. Who was it? Um, Nicholas Cage. No, no, I thought I saw someone short, recently. So. Nicholas Cage, I think, is pretty short. Really? Fuck. I didn't know that. I don't know. Paul Rudd is tall. Not tall. He's like six. Paul Rudd is tall. Fallon's fucking tall, and I Fallon's never think tall. of him as tall. Um, Fallon is tall. Yeah. Conan is tall. Conan uh, is a Conan's, Conan's a Conan is a giant. He, yeah. He's so good. Uh, you know, you know I, I, the only, I know that Fallon is tall because uh, you took a photo with him at Bananas. Yeah. Wow. When isn't I, that sick? I remember that. Yeah, that is. I remember. Yeah. The brain, the brain that was of, good. Brain, Brand an elephant, my guy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. 
I when I I did not I, I mean people people like came up to me and they were just like I cannot believe he's that fuck they're like is he really tall or are you really short and I'm like a little bit of both <laughs> he's he's alarmingly tall because uh, I didn't picture that either but yeah him and somebody else too who you wouldn't think is particularly tall is actually a fucking giant um, God who the hell uh, Gilbert get no I'm just kidding he's really short <laughs> oh I was gonna say uh, was like, what you, Gilbert is eight foot oh no. Pete Holmes is huge yeah I was gonna say Pete Holmes is a giant yeah. Him, I yeah, him, I met. He's giant fucking game. I saw him on the. I was like with him on the subway, and he, he like I've seen him. It used to be a few times. He was really, really tall. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's amazing how many of those guys are actually like just. I, I they breed that way. It, it, I it, it, I see those guys, and I'm just like, man, like I'm really short compared to like a lot of like people. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, like I'm. I was in that commercial. And I was like, I wonder if anyone's going to be like, you're short. <laughs> like, I think yeah, you're yeah. taller up on that roof. I never think about it. I don't know if you do. Do you think about it? Yeah, all the time. Oh, you do? I all never think about it. I think because are, are you you're you're pretty mentally stable. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do you know where I feel like you guys have such a different life? So I noticed this when I like my wife is a lot shorter than me, right? Mm. So we'll go into an elevator. She's like, I hate elevators. Blah, blah, blah. So I'll be in an elevator. I'm like, what's your problem? But everybody's here. So I have plenty of air and space. Nothing yeah. bothers me. Then I would lean down to high level. Like this is claustrophobic and traffic because everybody's yeah. shoulders are on top of you. You take you take elevators. <laughs> yeah, I squeeze in. I'm, I'm actually, usually, I think like guys like you just like climb up the side of the building. <laughs> I am a bit of a gorilla. <laughs> oh god, that's so great! I love it. I now cannot stop picturing you and your wife going up to the third floor somewhere as I hold her like this. Yeah. Get on! <laughs> she screams as a practical joke. You're like, babe, please! They're gonna start shooting the planes. <laughs> Get away from me! <laughs> Except they'd be like drones, be like swatting drones out of the air. Oh my god, that's so fucking great, man! Uh, Tom, give me your number so I can text you after the show to apologize for. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Tom's oh, gonna be like, Ken's gonna just apologize to. Eric. He's like, listen, guys, just real quick, let me write my manifesto out here. <laughs> It'll be good. I'm like, what is this? Three o'clock in the morning. We ask him for his uh, his thoughts about being on the show. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> yeah. I let me apologize. first. Let me start by saying, uh, I'm sorry. That was not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, are you excited? I mean, you're doing auditioning and stuff now too, right? So yeah. you're you're getting back out there a little bit. I mean, I don't know what it's been like as far as because you guys have been able to audition from home. I know you've been doing some of that, yeah. but you also create your own videos now too. Do you like that? Is that like I, I try? I, it is a little freeing. I mean, I do it primarily just to be like, I have a character idea. There's like no real like crazy character shows going on like right now, so I'm like. This is the age that we live in is so crazy because like everything has to be consumable in quick bites. TikTok is like huge, yeah. obviously. It's like Instagram, Twitter, like so. I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of like changed my style in a way where it's like it's easy to get if I have a, a character in a video that gets noticed and kind of picked up and goes like viral per se, like that it's consumable and like and like it gets more eyes on you and like that kind of like gets your clout up in a way compared yeah. to like going through the not selling like this town but like you know for me also like going through clubs <laughs> and like got, like it's like you know going through clubs and getting your name out there just like for that like that sure. that crowd it's like everything is so digital now it's such like a weird time and it's like i don't know if i like it and it's like i because i love interactions with people yeah you know? and it's it's 
acting is so is very lonely and so is stand up. Yeah. Um mm. and that's why it's like it's fun to always like get on set and like I said talk to people and do stuff because this whole process, you know, this whole pandemic has really kind of like alienated like, you know, hey, it's a self tape and then like you're going to just see the casting director for the callback like in a Zoom. Like yeah, yeah. and and it's it's definitely kind of changed and it's been different and uh and I feel like I'm getting used to it where it's like, I'm starting to like bring my personality. I've been bringing like my personality and stuff into like zooms to show like, I'm still sure. But like self tapes and stuff are like, I'll say what though. Uh, A lot of like castings and stuff. Like I was like getting from like my manager. One of them was like, this is like what they want from you. And like, I feel like now that it's like, casting directors are like, don't have to like kind of sit in a room all day and like set it up the way that they want and like frame it and stuff they're kind of like giving you like full instructions and like sometimes it's a lot like yeah. a self, like a self tape for like like they're great could take like two hours to film because like the lighting they want like a, a a solid color wall lighting yep certain framing they want like your pictures of your hands and like and you're trying to maybe do this all on your own so it's like taking a it takes a while and it takes a lot of energy and then if you don't it does get it or if you don't like get any feedback or callback you're just like I just, like I wasted two hours for what? Like Abs- yeah. it's the way I feel about it too, which is why I, you know, I mean, we took different paths in terms of like going from stand up or you just going to acting, and it's probably the same thing where you kind of know the game enough to know what you're wasting your time doing, you know, and but but still having to do some shit like that too. It's like, you know, um, I I got a couple auditions for my agent, you know, to do self tapes or whatever, and I literally I've told the story before, so I won't do it again. But I've turned I turned it down, and I didn't have any real right to like I should have done it done it but it was like multiple characters that I had to read for and I knew the lighting and one of my friends used to work for she was an actress but she also used to work for a casting agency she used to tell me shit like you know she would be on those um panels I guess when somebody would come in for an audition and literally one of the guys would look for like a blonde uh for this role or whatever but then they would send in somebody to kind of throw a wrench and like you know who's Hispanic or whatever just to kind of see and then Literally, she said this one dude, this actually happened, leaned over and was like, you know, this this girl reminds me of a girl I used to date. And boom, she got the thing. And it fucks you up because you're like, you're doing it. You, you do no matter what. You do whatever you can. Like you said, you get the lighting, you get the fucking set rid of, you get the clothing. And then you do it. And you know, there's some asshole and yeah. a chair who's not going to follow the rules that he specifically gave you and go, this yeah. reminds me too much of an uncle that touched me. I'm not booking this fucking guy, you know. And you're like, that's, I don't know why I went with that one, but Jesus, of all things, yeah. of all things, yeah, I could have gone <laughs> with anything. And yet I drew from my past. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> ignore that. Anyway, no, I really didn't. Let's unpack that. Hey, John, this is my podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have you break into random podcasts and just do that. All right. I'm taking over. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, then if people, because unfortunately people will look at me if I break into a podcast and they'd be like, oh no, here comes like the Alex Jones. Like, <laughs> like I'll be like, I'm like, what do you do for a living? And people are like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but you know, I love the headphones too, because it does kind of look like you're about, you're like, we just tapped into a helicopter pilot's feet. Yeah. And he's like, guys, I'm trying to fucking land this shit. <laughs> can, 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 can you hear the, uh, you know what? The, this joke would have hit. Um, if, uh, if, uh, if I knew this, the name of the song, the one, the Vietnam song. The... From Billy Joel. No. no. What? <laughs> wait, <laughs> pro, uh, wait, is it Sun? A power, yeah. Proud Sun? Something Sun, yes. Oh, oh. it's, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, fucking, yeah. you know. Um, Fortunate Son. Fortunate Son. There we go. Some folks are man, <laughs> to raise a flag. We should just break into song. Everyone's going to be like. 
Oh, it's dystopia, one. the musical. Uh, yeah. Please, don't oh, tell me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite musical of all time? Of all time? Of all time. West Side Story, probably. And I, right. really, and I really enjoyed the new movie. I think everyone should see it. I haven't um, seen it uh, It's really good. It really is good. Uh, West Side is, I think, my favorite of all time. Uh, but I have a bunch. Like, I love Les Mis. Mm-hmm. I love... I don't like really new musicals. I feel like they all kind of start to sound the same. And mm-hmm. like... It, it 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 has to like everyone's trying to like outdo themselves like with like cast recordings. So this is the big issue I think. On cast recordings, people are fucking like wailing and screaming and like hitting these crazy notes. And then like they have to maintain this like in the show, or, or like people are kind of like not say upset because like you know you're setting a precedence. But then yeah. like everybody who's like also going in for this like now is going to try and replicate what you've done. And like people are, like wrecking their voices and shit. So wow. it's like. I don't know. I but I you know I love Broadway. I love being Book of Mormon. That'd be sick. Oh man, yeah. Uh, man. That'd be that'd be a dream. If if anybody's watching, if you were, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll cut that clip out and send it to them. Um, <laughs> I should have I should have said that way more sincerely, and I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I was like, yeah, sure. hey John, and, hey, fuck you, John. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I yeah, we'll cut. Yeah, sincerely. yeah, we'll cut it out and send it to them. Have a good night. It just. <laughs> It came out so wrong. Yeah, buddy. We'll do it. Um, but if you could look out into the audience, let's say you're doing a play, the one you want to do, whatever it is. Let's okay. say you're looking out into the audience. Who would you want to see? Like a fame, like if it was somebody famous that you would love to have so, you. So, so someone famous, so like not family, not my girlfriend, not like. A, yeah, yeah, you, not, like, not anybody like, not anybody famous. that really matters, but somebody that you wanted to like, imp- like, you know, that you admire, that you were like, oh man, they're going to get to watch me do a set. Living or, or dead. Or perform. Living or, living oh, or dead. Uh, either one. Go for it. Uh, uh. Dead Conan O'Brien. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, Could you? I swear no, to God, if he no, winds up. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. Conan O'Brien would be. Um, would probably be right now. Because like, nice. if we're talking living, like I like I would say Conan or Stephen Colbert. Nice. Or like, uh, like, like uh, South Park guys. I I, I love oh, respect yeah, yeah. Those, like I love late night. I love um, and I know that those guys are late night, but. South Park was on on late. <laughs> it was um, technically on pretty was, late. You're right. You made it work. But like, I, I, I love what they do, and I feel like we grew up so much with, yeah. you know. And I, I think we, I think you and I have the same love for Conan as oh as yeah everyone, 100%. and I think he's always like top tier. Um, but like guys like that, like got I love what you do. I love hosting. I love I love good conversation, and I think um, you, you know, to 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 just be have someone like that and then have a conversation with them afterwards would just be so awesome. Like I, I, I love, I think that's what's special about late night. It's, it's, it's so conversational and you get to, there's, there's, there's good interviews where it's like, like, but then like, there's some people who are there just to kind of like push like yeah. their, what they're, what they're promoting. But like, and that's why I, I really like when it's just like a real, you can tell when it's a real conversation. Yep. Like, like Colbert just had Bob Odenkirk on and it was oh, such God. a good, it was a great interview. Yeah. It was such a great interview, and Odenkirk was also on um, Howard Stern. If you haven't heard it, great. Oh it, no, tells, I haven't seen that tells, one yet. Tells really good. He tells a really good story about Farley. Oh, um, nice. But like, uh, so people who I would like seeing the audience dead, not dead. But <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what a great turn of phrase. <laughs> no, um, you want to um, see this show? No, yeah. I, I, I would say, yeah. Ken wants uh, to give Lincoln John- his second shot in the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, I would say like Robin Williams, Chris Farley, John Belushi, yeah. those guys. Those guys um, would be great. Gilda Radner, 
Gene Wilder. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, like, people like that I really admire and love. Uh, Eli Manning, alive. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm just, now I'm just talking about my heroes. <laughs> like, <laughs> the full front row. <laughs> <laughs> they all came. They all came. <laughs> you asked for one person, right? I did. No, that was great. I like that you booked the whole front row. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, no, that's great, man. But um, uh, but the, but there is one seat still taped off for my dad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, man. Um, that's really sweet. I like that you brought. I was like, somebody that you know, don't know anybody, and you're like, no, that's what I'm going. With. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, man. How about yeah. you? Me? I don't know. These are the questions I asked. I, if I'd, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if Robin, if it was somebody that wasn't. I, I mean, I never got to meet him, and I'm bummed out. Um, I feel like he would have just been a really chill dude. I should have gone to see him when he was touring. I never did. I don't know why I never did. I saw a bunch of other comics when they were doing that kind of shit, and I just never went out. Um, yeah, him. Um, yeah, man. I think um, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like I don't know if I'd pick comedians because I've worked with a bunch that yeah. I really like. Um, but acting wise, Paul Rudd would be great. I mean, I feel like that would just be awesome to see him chilling out, sitting in the audience. Um, you know, uh, Ellen, I love too. I mean, that's somebody I've never gotten to meet. She's a little. It's one of that's one of those people that's like, yeah, she's done stand up, but like, yeah. I would just like to sit, you know, and talk with her just because yeah. she's she's obviously, I don't know, ascended, I guess is the right word, yeah. like that level. You know what I mean? Like, she's mm. done the stand up thing so many times. She came back after a 20 year fucking retirement, crushed that stand up set. Yeah. You know, like she like she never stopped, which is amazing. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, not, not to cut you off. What what do you think is the what is the best stand up set of all time? And Tom, you could answer this too if you if you have That's a, a good favorite question. One. Best of all time. Good question. It's one of those things where like I love Carlin and I love Richard Pryor, but they're not so this is so I, I listened to another podcast called Doughboys, and somebody mm -hmm. just I don't know if you guys listen, it's a great podcast. Mm -hmm. Um they, and it's a food based, it's a fast food based podcast, and they just said it tonight, uh, on the episode today. It's like uh like if there was like a like for a cheeseburger, if like aliens were to come down and like you had to present them one thing from like a fast food restaurant where it's like this is right. the cheeseburger, what would it be? So if like aliens, so if aliens came down and like were and you were like this is the one stand up comedy set that you fuck that you had that you could give them, what would it be? Right, right, right. Um, oh my god, that depends a on what type because I feel like okay, so comedy to me is like all types of burgers right yeah, so you gotta give me like the best like you know, like the best double bacon cheese the best like mushroom burger the best so like i feel like rodney's set of like one-liners and hitting them is gonna mm -hmm. be real different yeah. than like a carlin like or, or like a Chappelle like drawn out story and like build and take you on a journey yeah. right so it depends on like what you want to serve them like i would go i mean if they if i would almost pick i'm trying to think of the ones that made me laugh the hardest eddie murphy's delirious there is nothing that that made me like belly laugh fucking harder than that. And also uh, Robin Williams live at the Met. Yeah. I remember watching that like it was elite. I remember before I even saw that on VHS, which I still have the VHS. Um, I uh, I don't know why I don't have a VCR player, uh, but I have all my they're ancient. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's some kind of fucking relic. Um, but I uh, I had the first two stand up CDs I had were um, Jerry Seinfeld's I'm telling you for the last time. And Robin Williams live at the Met, two uh, completely different forms of stand-up, and yet fucking hilarious. Because I think Seinfeld's a good example of 
pure observational standup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like plane tra- air travel, all unique takes, you know, really just the meat and bones of what it is. And then Robin Williams is that frenetic fringe kind of improv mixed with standup energy, you know, um, that comes at you rapid fire, which I loved when I was a kid that there were adults who could not keep up with the pace of that because my brain was fine with it. I was like, what are you talking about? It's perfectly fine. Uh, n- normal pacing. Uh, Richard Jenny also. I don't know if you ever said kid from Brooklyn. No, I, I didn't know that. Richard Jenny's fucking hilarious. He is like another comic who's like one of the absolute best, like took something and just broke it down in to its fucking core to like the the mar- the bone marrow of a bit there was nothing left to it um he was great i'm trying to think of another stand but like today bill burr um um let it go is one of the my favorite stand-up specials of all time bill burr is so good he's so funny he's another one that's great but also like there's another thing too is like brian regan like i would get like if i was mm-hmm. giving aliens a thing i'd be like here's a taste because brian regan is pure fucking funny yeah no, and I mean, I'm like, I I don't care about clean. I don't like when people talk about the purity of stand-up comedy whatsoever because it's such fucking bullshit because that's, yeah. those are the people who think you can go on stage and say, fuck, and get a laugh. And it's like, no. then then do it because you can't and you won't. And and I think it's about placement and timing, you know, and it's, it's a seasoning. It's like if you're making a stew and you add nothing to it, you're like, oh, this is fucking bland as shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's yeah. weird. So, um... You know, there's that, but Brian Regan's just pure, pure fucking funny. So it's I hard, man. That. I mean, that's a, that's a weird. Again, I gave a whole front row answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. You know, but that's yeah, that's a hard one. Do you have a favorite special? And Ellen, I mean Ellen too, though. Like yeah. Ellen, the beginning that was a great. But you know what, too? Oh God, see this is the thing. Eddie Izzard's "Dress to Kill." Again, one of the all-time best fucking best. stand-up specials. Histor- um, just you know, I don't know. For for me, I I. It's hard for me. Like, I love Seinfeld and I love uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. Uh, was also one of my favorite specials ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I forgot which Robin Williams one it was. I think it may have been one of his last specials. It's one where he does the the, the golf joke. joke about oh, golf. that's um, the one he did in two thousand. Yeah. Uh, live on Broadway. Yeah. Like live, and that was like such, so much fun. And yeah. like him, like coming back to do that was like crazy because like yeah. now it's like. It, it was like him. 2002, like, he, did Oscar, he did it. Oscar, an Oscar winner coming back to Broadway and doing stand up, which is like yep. something. And that was like after 9 11, it was just like, this is what the world is kind of looking like right now. It's just like, yeah. like, like stand ups don't really do Broadway anymore. It's like kind of like rare. So, like, for someone yeah. like of his stature to come do it for, right. for that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say, I, I really think, and I wouldn't give this to Aliens, but I really love Bo Burnham's in spe- special. Oh, yeah. 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 I think like that was really that was such a, a, a that'll be one I feel like we talk about for a while because like that encapsulated the pandemic and comedy I it feel did. like as a whole um, that was a time capsule that's that one people like will look back on that year so now and be like like that was like that came out of the pandemic like yeah yeah, yeah um, absolutely such so really special uh, that's a good point too I like that one try to think like, what else i really i like bo burnham a lot i think I, I it's hard too because i i love like uh i love guys like bill maher i mean mm-hmm. i know that's like a you know but like i don't think i would give that to somebody as like a this is your first foray into stand up and he's got some hard fucking opinions you know what i, I mean like that's I would, rough i think i would give aliens um conan the old-timey baseball that's what i would give them <laughs> i have a vhs of conan that i love and i really again i wish i could play it again but it was like they put out this special 
it was like a clip show almost. It was like his five uh, It was like some kind of anniversary thing. And I swear to God, I wish I could find it on YouTube because it was the funniest ensemble of rant. It had that clip of him and Norm. Uh, Norm's in. Oh, I was going to say, how do you not one, give yeah. Norm to yeah. aliens? It was in my That's head true. Yeah. Norm is a great, great one to give to. Even his, did you see the shit he was doing on YouTube before? Yes. Um, for, co for fucking COVID? That yeah. was, I mean, just pure genius, man. Bob Saget. Oh, yeah. Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Mitch Saget. Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh man, even like, see, Lewis Black, I would give too, because that guy yeah. is like, it's like, hey, you want to see how frustrated we fucking are? <laughs> Here's a guy who's the epitome of I feel like, or, Louis um, is a very yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, actually, no, yeah, that's a good point too, Louis. That, like, his, he's another one of those guys that would put out so much content. It's like, I only, I would only recommend like a couple because I didn't find all of them great. You know what I mean? Like, not every single yeah. one. It was like his last one before. You know, he went away for a bit for yeah. obvious reasons. Um, yeah. Although, did you know he was performing in the Ukraine right when it broke I know. He was, he was supposed to, yeah. He was supposed yeah, to, yeah. Week, yeah. yeah. And so then the good. fucking New York Post, those pieces of shit were like, uh, canceled comedian Louis. Just get off it. No one's, it's over. Stop he, it. And, and funny, that, funny enough, Louis did get off it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh god that was good that was nice but like his bit about banking i would give daily yes his bank one where you're too broke he's like no you don't understand how this works yeah he's like i gave you like yeah like we you you owe us money so we're gonna take more money from you so now i have negative 20 in my account it's a great bit i like bit i like i like i really do like comedians that kind of describe the culture around them at the time yeah it, it's a it's a um it, it, it like we said a time capsule like Bo Burns is a time capsule of COVID. It really is like a time capsule of like what the world was like because comedians would talk about stuff that people could relate to and most likely to stuff in that time. People don't sure. realize how much of the culture comes from comedians. Like like I was we had this guy on Richard Zoglin who wrote um a book called uh, Comedy at the Edge. Great fucking mm -hmm. book. Came out in two thousand eight. Loved it. Um, but it really does show like you know the timeline from like hey look there's richard lewis paul reiser jerry seinfeld all those guys that are coming up um and even the other you know the ones who kind of started it before them basically like uh um that guy fucking can't think of his name but anyway i'll fill that in later too um but uh you know it's like yeah but they all branched out into tv and they all started writing sitcoms and having their own sitcoms so most of the vernacular and all the shit that you grew up with or that your parents grew up with that found funny came out of the stand-up scene in the 70s and 80s yeah and people don't understand it. It, it, it it's it is interesting because you know like even like they all laid the groundwork for like what had to what it emulsified into now like you know like the groundwork was laid and then it was just like well Dangerfield, and then it was like seinfeld and it was like mm -hmm. how the landscape changed and like how seinfeld changed it and then it was just like from seinfeld yeah. to like you know go, go on so on and so forth so right it's really it, interesting. Yeah, it is. It is weird, especially the way Seinfeld changed it, because there was a lot of guys that just came out of the 90s that were like, have you ever noticed? And you were like, fuck. Um, but it goes through waves. I mean, we're going through a wave right now where um, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like everybody's kind of like <clears throat> we were talking about before with like the clips and shit like that. There's a lot of homogenous shit going on with TikTok and stuff where I feel like the same way it kind of burned itself out when people had TV and stand up. I can't scroll through any fucking content on the internet without coming across somebody's clip and they're not ready to be posted by the way i feel like here's a piece of advice 
if you got a, a, a set of yourself doing stand-up and there's anybody fucking laughing in the background, don't post the goddamn set. It's not good, you know, but they do it anyway. They're like, yeah. I gotta get my stuff out there. And I'm like, oh, but you don't. Yeah, don't don't because you're you're doing yourself a disservice. Absolutely. It's like, you know, like I can work on a character and I'll be like, oh, like, you know, oh, I'm going to put this character out there. But it's like, it's not like an open mic situation. It's like, it's yeah. out there now. You can't put up the new <clears> clip <throat> of the exact same joke changed two months from now and be like, no, no, here, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like, I no, saw no. this one. Now you'll like it. You're like, well, I don't. Um, dude, I want to thank you for coming on. We've been on for an hour and a half, which is Seriously, great. Uh, I'm going to give you the last three questions that we ask every guest. Please. Do we? Yeah. So, um, first question, if you can go back in time, talk to your younger self and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you today, what would it be? Uh, stop second guessing. Just do it and have fun. Nice. Very nice. Did you do it a lot in the beginning? Uh, not even like younger. I feel like when I was younger, I would always uh, like, I, I came into myself. Like when you met me, I started coming into myself more, but when mm -hmm. I was younger, I was like always silly, but I feel like I was more reserved because like, it was kind of <clears> like, um, it was taboo to be the class clown. It was taboo to like, you know, be like the loud mouth and stuff and like, and I feel like if I had just allowed myself to, I wish I was, I wish I was me when I was in high school and when I was in middle school, uh, because yeah. I feel like, uh, I would have, I would have, uh, had like more fun. And like, I feel like I, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, second question, what had to end in your life, good or bad? that led you to where you are today? Um, what had to end? I would say, uh, the, huh, that's interesting. What had to end good or bad to get me to where I am today? Um, the, the idea of trying to please everyone. Hmm. You're not going to please everyone, and I, I, I don't think. I hope that's not a cop that answer. I feel no. like, I feel like that, like, the sooner you realize that you're, you're not going to be everyone's favorite, or you're not going to be friends with everyone, and you're not, you'll stop trying and dealing with those people and trying to keep those people around, and you'll kind of like end, you know, toxic friendships and stuff like that sooner. And I think that's it's important. I, I think the, the idea of not pleasing everyone. Yeah, that's great, man. And the last question is my favorite because it ties into the show. This is a real dystopia and there were aliens, zombies, fucking earthquakes, the whole shebang world's on fire. Uh, what's your epic death? How do you want to go out? How do I want to go out? Oh man. Uh, I want to go out, uh, kind of like, I want to go out like in the end of independence day, like, uh, like, 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 hey, boys, I'm here. Like, type thing. Where, and everyone's like, Ken, no. <laughs> Ends it all, though. And everyone's like, he did that. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 oh, he saved it. He did it for us. Uh, like, so like that. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like that would be, yeah. Uh, a, a, a comedic hero's journey. Uh, nice. You know what I mean? That's great. I'm going to have yeah. our artist draw you as Randy Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, except, except can you can you make him draw me with a beard and like being like, yeah, Trump is the best. You're like, Fuck it. Randy Quaid now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, right, yeah. I mean, that would be awful. That would suck so much. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll make it. We'll be, it'll be nice. Uh, dude, you're the best, man. I miss you. you guys, I can't wait to get together you. with you in person. Such Love a pleasure, man. So nice to meet you. Tom, so nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Love your show. Uh, thank Thanks. you for having me uh, as a part of your murderous rows of guests. Um, seriously, it means a lot. Um, it, now is the time to plug. 
Yeah, yeah, plug. Yeah, plug cool. Go Ukraine. <laughs> uh, fuck you yeah, baby. Ken's like KenMcGrawUkraine.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't have anything to plug right now, but I. I do want to say. You I know, will plug your Instagram and stuff. We'll get people yeah, to follow I, you. And shit. Yeah. Be nice. uh, uh, at the Ken McGraw on Instagram. Nice. Uh, at Ken McGraw on Twitter. Uh, my girlfriend and I have a Disney theme park uh, Instagram called at Brooklyn Park Hoppers. You can just follow that. I love that one. Stuff. Yeah. Thanks, man. It bums me out when I see the food because sometimes I'm like, oh, where the fuck did he get that in Brooklyn? And then it's like, no, it's in fucking Disney because I'm following the account. Yeah, man. Sorry. You want to more Brooklyn shit? It'd be like, oh, this piece is from fucking Vinny Lavunch and fucking. <laughs> it's all. What if you had a, a Brooklyn food? Yankees, fucking... <laughs> It'd be great if you had a Brooklyn food Instagram, but it was every just a slice of pizza every day. That, John, that's fucking funny, John. God damn it. I can't it. take that. No, I can't take that. It's I'm not gonna do it. Just fucking do it. That is be really great. funny. Yeah. That is really funny. The same slice of photo, the same photo. Same slice, single- just photo every single day. <laughs> Different <through>. angles. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been uh, a blast, dude. Thank, thank you, you guys. so much. I love you guys. Thank you so thank much you, for having man. me. Such too, a man. pleasure, man. Of course. Pleasure. Dystopia tonight.